everyone. You are listening to Let's Talk Trees, a podcast brought to you by Sifari Craft. I'm Anggi Cahyaning Tias. On this episode, we are going to talk about one of the most important ecosystems on Earth, the Amazon, specifically about financing forest conservation efforts in Brazil, as the biggest territory of the Amazon basin lies on this country. To talk about this, I have here with me Richard van der Hoff, our country coordinator in Brazil for the Global Comparative Studies on Red Plus project. Richard is a visiting professor at the Federal University of Minas Gerais. He is an expert in forest and land use governance in Brazil, also on financial instruments for reducing deforestations. Hi, Richard. Glad to have you here. Hello. Happy to be here as well. Okay, so let's go straight to our discussion then. Um, when we talk about Brazilian Amazon, a lot of news and article points out deforestation rates, the governance, politics behind it, but not many talks about the financing aspects, even though it is a vital part in forest conservation. So to start this discussion, can you explain in terms of forest financing in Brazil, where are we now? Okay, so uh, let's take a step back, right? So when we talk about Brazil and Brazilian finance, in particular. We remember that since between 2004 and 2012, Brazil has had huge achievements in terms of reducing deforestation. To give you some numbers, like in 2004, the deforestation was uh, 30,000 square kilometers in that single year, and it dropped down to uh, below 5,000 uh, square kilometers in 2012. So that's a huge drop, right? A, a huge uh, achievement in terms of what has been done. So what was uh, going on during that time, there were also the discussions on the development of Red Plus, how to set this up, how to uh, operationalize that. And for the Amazon, for the Brazilian Amazon in particular, what happened was Brazil created its Amazon fund in 2008. And since then, it also worked directly with the Norwegian government to obtain what is called result-based payments. So the Norwegian government and later also other donors would, would enter this scheme, such as the German government and Petrobras, they were uh, engaging in this scheme called uh, result-based payments. So basically what happens is you will compare the deforestation in a particular year with a baseline. And the difference would be your result in that year. So you calculate that in terms of how many hectares of forest has been deforested and how much could have been deforested compared to the baseline. And that difference that is transformed through like a complex set of calculations that is transformed is so how many emissions have been avoided from this. And that is worth payment. So the Amazon fund functioned on this. So for a long time, the Amazon fund was the principal red plus mechanism in Brazil. Up to 2018, I believe it captured some $1.2 billion of financial resources. And with that, it used to be the biggest red plus fund in the world. So quite significant. The Amazon fund would capture these financial resources and would act as a distributor. So it would redistribute these financial resources based on how they were aligned with the climate change policies of Brazil. 
So project proposals would come in, the Amazon fund would approve based on their technical analysis, and then it would be dispersed to these projects. So that was basically how the Amazon fund works. Or worked, I should say, because in 2019, the Amazon fund was paralyzed. Okay, so you said that that was in the past. So can you elaborate more what went wrong? Mm-hmm. So, um, well, I look at this from, from two, two perspectives. So one perspective is the political perspective, right? So the new government, the Bolsonaro government and its uh, minister of environment, Ricardo Salis, they questioned the adequacy of the Amazon fund. And they held some internal studies. I haven't seen these studies, actually. And they found that there were some inadequacies with some of the disbursements to particular projects that went to NGOs. They found some form of inadequacies and inconsistencies that needed to be addressed. Now, until that wasn't addressed, the idea was to paralyze this Amazon fund altogether. So no new project would be approved. No new project would be uh, would be able to get resources from the Amazon fund. And this obviously created some friction with the donors because they were uh, satisfied with the performance of the Amazon fund. And the donors, based on this, also retracted their donations in subsequent years. So if uh, no donations have been made since 2019. So that's like the political answer to that. But there's also a methodological answer to that. So when you look at deforestation rates in the Amazon, you see that since 2012, deforestation rates have started rising again. So it was this 5,000 square kilometers in 2012. And now we are at 13,000 square kilometers. In, in 2021. So if you if you extend the logic of the Amazon fund to capture resources, you calculate a baseline based on a 10-year period, and this baseline changes every five years. If you extend that logic to uh, more recent years, current years, for example, you see that now, where before you had a baseline that was higher than the actual deforestation in a particular year. So you have a result. Now you see the inverse. So you see that deforestation in 2020 and 2021 is actually higher than what the baseline would have been uh, for these years. So you have negative results or no, no results. So that would mean that Brazil would not be able to capture financial resources uh, because there were no results. Now, why is this relevant? This is relevant because if you look at the logic of donor countries like Norway and Germany, international donor countries in particular, uh, in a specific year, so let's say 2017, we will pay for the results that have been obtained in 2016, the year prior to that. So uh, why do they do this? So, So they want to, their objective is to continue stimulating reductions in deforestation rates in the Amazon. So it wouldn't make sense, for example, to pay for uh, results that were obtained in 2006, because that's too far in the past, right? Uh, This is something that Petrobras, for example, does. So if you look at the the certificates or the the diplomas, which is what they're called, uh, they they state the, the reference year 
like the payment that has been made and the uh, the, the results to which they refer. So uh, the, the number of emissions or the, the, uh, the quantity of emissions that have been uh, that correspond with this payment and in the year in which these emission reductions have been achieved. So if you look at that, then the international donors, where the majority of the money comes from, uh, remember that one, about a billion dollars have, have come from Norway alone. So if they don't want to pay for years prior to, for, for uh, old deforestation reductions, such as 2006, 2007, then you see that uh, payments to the Amazon Fund would have dried up uh, independently of this political reason that I just uh, explained. Okay. All right. Thank you. So uh, yeah. the problem of that uh, politics and mechanism uh, surrounding this Amazon fund is like chicken and egg, if I may say, like one causes what it's it's a circle. It's really unfortunate because, as you say, um, from 2012, the deforestation rate was mm -hmm. low and then it shoots up um, to 13,000 kilometers now. And it's hard to really go back to that direction. Um, is there any new hope for Brazil forest conservation then in terms of um, financing system? Yes, well, in terms of finance, so so uh, what we look at in more recent years, so obviously the, the Brazilian Amazon fund, although it has been the most significant red plus financial mechanism uh, in Brazil over the past decade, it wasn't certainly the only one. And uh, particularly in recent years, there has been some developments in this respect. So one is, of course, carbon markets themselves. Historically, Brazil has been against any regulatory market for carbon trading. So what I mean by that is that Brazil has held a position in which the idea of trading carbon credits with other countries on a regulatory basis, so which means uh, that for example, Europe would obtain credits from Brazil from uh, uh, deforestation related credits, right? So if it's a carbon credit in the regulatory sense, then you would say that uh, uh, Europe would be able to use these credits to offset any emissions that they uh, would have domestically. Uh, while Brazil could not use these these carbon credits anymore they, uh, for the attainment of their own uh, nationally determined contribution to uh, the Paris Agreement. So in that sense, uh, that would that was uh, uh, something that Brazil did not want to engage in since the the, the start of uh, political discussions on Red Plus. But now what you see is that uh, there is a gradually opening up to voluntary markets which means that there can be still an exchange of carbon uh, uh, credits, only these carbon credits will not be discounted from Brazil's carbon inventory, and it will not have an impact on Brazil's uh, uh, commitment to achieve its nationally determined uh, contributions. So how this will play out in Brazil, that's actually uh, now the question. So there are several bills that have been have gone through Congress 
about the uh, institutional uh, uh, national carbon market. We now have a new project as well within the uh, Floresta Mice program, which is a program that is basically a payments for ecosystem services program, uh, which has different components. One interesting component is Floresta Amazonia, which has uh, a few uh, crediting lines. So, so there's uh, one line for that that has direct payments to farmers that uh, restore forests that they are legally obliged to uh, have on their private properties, which is called a, a legal reserve. There's also one that uh, pays farmers for any area of forest that goes beyond these legal requirements. And there's also, there are some others, one for innovation, for technology that is able to provide the, the technological infrastructure for ecosystem services or the provision of ecosystem services. And there's one for uh, community-based forest management. So this component of the Floresta Mice program, which is called Floresta Amazonia, is actually paid for with resources obtained through the Green Climate Fund, which is based on on carbon. So what you see is there that Brazil has obtained, again, based on, on the results they have had in terms of reducing deforestation. And they have applied this in a payment for ecosystem services program or project in this case, actually. So that's one. Uh, But this program also has a carbon component where it is uh, trying to set up a domestic carbon market uh, in Brazil. Only this has been done quite recently and we don't know yet where this exactly will go. So So there is like at the federal level, at least, there is the the idea that carb, voluntary carbon markets could actually contribute to reducing deforestation in Brazil. And then we have at the the state level, so the subnational level, we have also the, the Amazonian states that have a high interest in engaging with carbon markets, whether this is voluntary or regulatory. And a new mechanism or instrument in this respect is the LEAF coalition. LEAF stands for lowering emissions by accelerating forest finance. And they apply a jurisdictional approach, so which means that this could be national level, this could be uh, subnational level. Uh, So now you see that the Amazonian states have jumped onto this very eagerly, like eight out of nine Amazonian states have submitted a proposal to obtain financial resources from the LEAF coalition. But the federal state, uh, the federal uh, government of Brazil is still trying to see where all this goes, whether this is really something that they want to get into. So yeah, it remains to be seen uh, whether like there will be a promising instrument at the international level that could really scale up uh, finance for Brazil in this sense. I see. Thank you for sharing. I'm glad to see that there are new initiatives coming up and I hope they work despite all the challenges that you mentioned. So my last question, now that we learned from the Amazon fund that was going steady and it's successful, but then it's facing its dawn, we can say, What are the key elements that needs to be put in place in order to make this new initiatives going strong or successful in the future? 
to be honest, that's a tough question. <laughs> there are some things that are ongoing that are really important. So first thing, uh, the Amazon fund is not operative anymore. So it doesn't, uh, it still disperses financial resources to the projects, to the, to the I think it's a, a, a hundred projects that are still ongoing, but it doesn't approve new projects. So that's one thing. Another thing is that without the Amazon fund, the degree of financial resources that Brazil has obtained or the channels of financial resources that Brazil can obtain are, are seem to be really slim. Like the Floresta Mais carbon project or the Floresta Mais Amazonia project, which has been financed by the Green Climate Fund. Compared with a billion dollars that has gone through the Amazon fund, it's not as much. And then in, internally, like the domestic markets, we have one market that is uh, the carbon market, the domestic carbon market that I that I mentioned. But we, you know, we we are not yet there. There is no uh, law actually uh, implementing this. Mm-hmm. We have a market enforced certificates, which has already been regulated uh, by decree in 2018. But there are some difficulties uh, that need to be overcome uh, in relation to this. So, th- so there's the possibility that this market, which originally was to support the implementation of the Brazilian Forest Code, but has been extended to include the possibility of uh, uh, payments for ecosystem services of various kinds, including carbon. So that's, that's also an issue that we need to see, the, how will it be implemented uh, on the ground. In terms of what needs to be done to reduce deforestation, so there are a couple of things that are interesting. So one, for example, is to improve the transparency of the uh, agricultural commodity supply chains. Because, well, first, these supply chains are very not transparent in a sense that, you know, it won't, it, it is not clear whether timber from the Amazon has been associated to illegal deforestation or not, whether uh, other agricultural products like soy or uh, beef is associated with illegal deforestation or not. And these uh, need to be made transparent. And there are several projects that try to leverage this, to try to improve this. So there's one uh, that has been developed, including by research from, from my university, uh, led by uh, Professor Raoni Rajon, which is called Celo Verde, which has set up a platform for people to check whether a specific product has been associated with illegal deforestation or not, which is now operative in the state of Pará, but which is planned to be scaled up to cover the entire Amazon. There's also CAR 2.0, which is, you know, the, the environmental registry system that I just talked about, where farmers can self-register, I should say, uh, the use of uh, their land use within their property, which has been much used to actually cover up illegal deforestation. And, you know, because of the self-declaratory nature of this system, it doesn't actually contribute to uh, reducing deforestation as much as it could have because it is monitoring system in a sense. So the new project that I'm talking about is actually trying to 
use uh, uh, sensory detector and detection systems and monitoring systems and, and satellites to uh, link to this system so that we can actually see whether uh, specific areas have been illegally deforested or not so that is it, it, it becomes a more powerful tool to for monitoring deforestation illegal deforestation at least on, on private properties now why is it why is this important well this is important if you look at the uh, uh, the European Union, for example, that last year has passed a law to improve its due diligence with respect to forest products so as to not import illegal deforestation into the European Union. International markets are asking for this, so in this sense, a good way to, to, to develop this is to start implementing systems that can actually support the visibility of illegal deforestation. Those are kinds of uh, initiatives that are very promising and that are very uh, interesting to, to accompany. Things are picking up and we're going back to these uh, these things and we're going back to Red Plus and there are new instruments uh, popping up, just the Leaf Coalition. So, that, I mean, you know, we can continue this debate, but I mean, you gain a lot of expertise in what? In, in understanding that, uh, you know, just because there is a law that says, well, we have this market that we that could be used to force a certificate market, doesn't mean exactly that uh, uh, it, it, it will actually go, it is actually going to function. Uh, there is one book that I've read, which is on uh, environmental movements in Brazil and talking to people from in the law departments, etc., and they, they actually say that, well, Passing a law, an environmental law in Brazil, is only the start of the whole process. This is research being done that uh, actually says, well, uh, passing the law actually means just setting up the board. And uh, from there, there's a, it's a whole different political game uh, in terms of implementing these laws as well, which can be like, you know, organizations not working, uh, not, not cooperating or uh, etc. Any, anyway, in a few years we could do uh, we could redo this and then we see what what has happened since then. So that's interesting yeah. to see. Yeah, that's that's a great point. So uh, thank you very much, uh, Richard, for the discussion. It's really um, interesting and eye-opening. All the best for the forest conservation efforts in Brazil. Thank you for being here, and I hope um, the listeners also enjoy the discussion. Thank you. Thank you very much, and take care, everyone. Bye bye.